From NPR News and Southern California Public Radio, you're listening to Brains On, where we're serious about being curious. Mad crazy serious. That's Brains On producer Mark Sanchez. Hi, Mark. Hey, Molly. And it looks like you brought along a, um, I don't know. What is it? Oh, this? You mean the Brains On time machine? Yeah, I brought this. <laughs> well, it looks uh, kind of just like a bunch of old cereal boxes held together by... Um, I don't, what is that? Looks may be deceiving, Molly, but in this case, I guess you're right. It is a bunch of old cereal boxes and it's held together by duct tape. But, you know, it's it's just a prototype and, and the duct tape is pretty strong. Okay, so where are we going to go? Well, I wanted to take it on a little test drive, but I didn't want to go too far. I was thinking January 19th, 2006. Ah, yes, I remember it well. The, the launch of NASA's, NASA's New Horizons mission, mission to Pluto. Pluto. <sighs> All right, let's fire this baby up. Button, button, button. Why are you saying button? Oh, that's just the sound I program for all the buttons on this jalopy. Er, I, I mean time machine. Are you sure this is safe? Button! <laughs> Molly, I think we made it. Yeah, there's the rocket. Four, three... Two, one. We have ignition and liftoff of NASA's New Horizons spacecraft on a decade-long voyage to visit the planet Pluto and then beyond. Just think, on July 14th, 2015, the payload on that rocket will be flying by Pluto, taking some of the most incredible pictures we have ever seen. July 14th, 2015? That's like now. What do you mean? This is January 19th, 2006. I know, but when we left, it was July 10th, 2015. It was almost time for New Horizons <sighs> to fly by Pluto. You're right. We have to get back to then. Get back to now. Yeah. Button. Button. Button, button, button. Button! A little faster that time. Ah, but we're back now. The present. Well, no time like the present to find out how the New Horizons mission <sighs> is going. We talked to planetary scientist Alan Stern. He's in charge of the mission to Pluto. But before we hear from him, I want everybody to be listening for the answers to the following questions. Number one, from where was New Horizons <sighs> launched? Number two, how many billion miles will it have traveled to get to Pluto? And number three, how many moons do we think Pluto has? Bonus points for naming them all. Yeah, and bonus, bonus points for telling us which U.S. state is closest in size to Pluto's largest moon. Okay, on to Alan Stern. Hi, I'm Alan Stern. I'm a planetary scientist, and I'm the leader of NASA's mission to Pluto and its moons called New Horizons. Pluto is in focus right now. But this mission is even bigger. Pluto is part of the Kuiper Belt, which scientists think is where our solar system began. And even though Alan Stern can pretty much only think about Pluto right now, he's not necessarily in love with it. <laughs> exploration is my first love. And Pluto happens to be the subject of the exploration that New Horizons is doing. New Horizons is the first mission to explore Pluto and the small planets of the Kuiper Belt. We started New Horizons in 2001, and even before that, for more than 10 years, I was a part of the studies for planning how you could do a Pluto mission. It took off from Florida in January of 2006. 
was the fastest spacecraft ever launched and has been speeding across 3 billion miles of space, the entirety of our solar system, to the very frontier where Pluto orbits. And it will arrive in July to make the first reconnaissance, images and other types of data about Pluto and all five of its moons, maybe even more moons that we could discover. Starting in April, in fact, we've been getting images that are better than anything you can make from the Earth. They get better every week. It will all culminate on July the 14th when the spacecraft dives deeper into the Pluto system than any of its moons orbit, passing between Pluto and its largest moon, called Charon, which is about the size of Texas, by the way. It's going to collect an enormous amount of data in the days surrounding the flyby and on flyby day itself, the 14th of July. And then it will start to download that data the next day. But we are going to collect so much information that it's actually going to take well over a year to get it all back to the Earth. So every week we'll bring new surprises, new images and spectra and other kinds of information about the Pluto system the rest of 2015 and most of 2016. We have a sort of a track record in planetary science when we make these first missions like to Mars and Venus in the 60s and Jupiter in the 70s and Saturn and Uranus and Neptune in the 80s that we get surprised a lot. When we get up close, we see things we couldn't even predict. What we already know is that Pluto has at least five satellites, a polar cap, seasons, an atmosphere made of nitrogen, a lot like the Earth's, but a lot colder snows that move around on the surface and maybe an ocean on its inside and it's orbited by five other worlds called its moons. Charon is the big one. It and Pluto constitute a double planet but there are also four little ones and they have the following names Nix and Hydra and Styx and Kerberos and they're all from Greek mythology. Exploration really rocks. Part of preparing for exploration is getting ready for mistakes. And just 10 days before the flyby date... On July 4th, 2015... NASA lost communications with New Horizons. <gasps> but they plan for things like this to happen. After about an hour and 20 minutes, they reestablish contact. And the crew is trying to initiate a plan to make sure the flyby happens as scheduled. If you're listening to this before July 14th, 2015, be on the lookout for news about New Horizons. <sighs> and if July 14th, 2015 is in the past, well, no worries. Data is going to be streaming back to us for years. So did you guys catch the answers to all those questions? Where was New Horizons launched from? How many billion miles will it have traveled to get to Pluto? And how many moons do we think Pluto has? We have a little quiz ready for you at our website to test your knowledge, brainson.org. Thanks, Mark, for telling us all about New Horizons. <sighs> oh, no problem.
time for some exploration with your ears. It's time for the mystery sound. Here it is. Any guesses? I'll give you a hint. It's not an insect. Does that change your guess? We'll be back with the answer in just a bit. Do you have any questions you want answered on Brains On? A drawing to share with us? Or maybe you just want to tell us about some of the things that interest you? Send us an email. We're at brainson at m, as in Minnesota, pr.org. And if you're interested in getting emails from us, you can subscribe to our newsletter at our website, brainson.org. We'll let you know about new episodes, experiments, videos, and events. You can also keep up with us on Instagram and Twitter at brains underscore on, and we're on Facebook too. And now it's time to induct the latest group onto the Brains Honor Roll. These are the extremely excellent kids who keep this show going with their emails, letters, drawings, and questions. Here they are. Benjamin from Ventura, California, Cece from Wayne, New Jersey, Isabella from Raleigh, North Carolina, Lucy, Kaya, and Grace from Oakland, California, Lucas and Novella from Fort Worth, Texas, Audrey from Richfield, Minnesota, Noel from Oxford, Ohio, Elizabeth and Evie from Kingsport, Tennessee, Natalie from Benbrook, Texas, Maya and Jelani from Lawrence, Massachusetts, Annika and Luca from Fort Langley, British Columbia, Alex from Milford, Connecticut, Milo from West Palm Beach, Phoebe from West Sacramento, Penelope from Fargo, North Dakota, Rodrigo from the Philippines, Liam and Ryan from Westwood, Massachusetts, Addie and Rory from Olympia, Washington, Thea from Sydney, Australia, Nico from Colorado, Elizabeth from North Olmsted, Ohio, Finn from Seattle, Mia from Denver, Nora from Durham, North Carolina, and Ethan from The Woodlands, Texas. Now, back to the mystery sound. Let's hear it one more time. Any other guesses? Here with the answer is eight-year-old Abby. She's from Oaxaca, Mexico, but she recorded this sound while she was visiting her grandparents in New Jersey. That was the sound of... Frogs. The frogs are from New Jersey, and they are cricket frogs. They are small, dark green in color. They sound that way because they are calling out to female frogs. I'm Abby, and I'm eight years old from Oaxaca, Mexico. Thanks, Abby, and thanks to all of you for listening. We'll be back with more answers to your questions very soon. Brains on. Button!